Chancers, a Go Loud original podcast. We're going to the chapel. And we're gonna get some pictures. Anything for content, hon. That's what the plus one is for, right? I thought you brought them to split the present with now. Oh God, we're gonna need some help. This week we're talking weddings. I'm Anna Clifford. And I'm Paddy Smith and you're listening to Chancers. A podcast for those who feel like they're chancing their arms at life while others are getting hitched. Each week we pick a topic for discussion and share our opinions, mishaps and misadventures, all while being perpetually single. Aww. And after we talk nonsense, we'll be joined by an expert on the subject at hand to help us Chancers catch the bouquet. Trope your confetti, huns. This is Chancers. So, Anna, how's your week been? It's been a good week. I just had a, a fun weekend at the Paddy Power Comedy Festival in the Ivy Gardens. Oh. Yeah. It was a good gig on Saturday now. Um, Very exciting. I was on with some epic, epic people like Shane Daniel Byrne and Fiona Frawley, who are unreal Irish comedians. And then um, Kat Cohen is like this amazing American female comic, female obviously, and uh, Patty Harrison as well. They're both two unreal American comics. So I felt like this is deadly. You're in the mix. Yeah. I was like, what You're in the mix. How did it go? Um, great, actually. Yeah, it was whopper. And like, do you ever get like just drunk on these, at these things or you're always just very profesh? Like, do you do, I feel like comedians are the new rock stars. Like, do, you? Do, do you get drunk and just go on and like, you know, wing new it? New rock or... stars. We've always been rock stars. But you know what I mean? I think it's like, in my head, it's like the comedians are the new like sex, drugs, rock and roll kind of vibe going to all these festivals. Oh yeah, because it's like, that was like, I, I, I like comedy festivals better than yeah music festivals because I'm just like now I can just like entertain and then go drink and don't have to dance <laughs> I like to chat uh we do drink a lot though yeah all together now be great fun um, and yeah. yeah we uh, there's a green there's a massive like VIP green room tent and then yeah they all just get really drunk after that so the myth is right you do get drunk and just kind of live the lifestyle yeah, well, I mean, I wouldn't get drunk go- before going on stage. I did, like, I've done that a couple of times, but not anymore when you're getting, like, well paid for a gig. Like, it just doesn't turn out well, do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you can drown your sorrows then. Afterwards, yeah. Oh, yeah, feel yeah, bad. Yeah. I am drinking. I am drinking to forget. <laughs> but, uh, well, we tell them. We had a couple on Saturday. Actually, went quite well. Did it? No, it did, yeah. Will we tell them our little secret? Yeah, what's our secret? We're, we're going on the electric picnic stage. Oh, yeah. Unreal. <laughs> yeah, so we're, there's a podcast uh, stage at Electric Picnic, uh, once by Now TV. I think it's the Ah Here Now stage. And we're going to be there. Live. Uh, here now. And in person. That'll be epic. Are you nervous, Pats? I'm really nervous, yeah. I've never, done, I've never done something live on stage of that. Like, I'm going to be on your coattails. For I once, think you're, you're made for the stage. You'll have no problem. You shine. Hopefully. We'll have to get matching outfits. I was thinking maybe we'll do the, let the crowd, like imagine we did like a massive slut drop thing. Show them how to do the, show them how to do the perfect slut drop. You're going to like teach them a good bend and snap? Yeah. Yeah. While, you need while, to- while holding on to your drink. Okay. You actually have to show us that because that was a, like I did a bit in that at, um, my, in my set because I talk about like how Irish people don't know how to dance, especially at festivals. It's just like one finger in the air. Like, can I, I ask never- you a question? <laughs> so- Everyone loves a good slut drop while they hold on to their drink. And if a disabled person can do it. I mean, That's even anyone more can do it. Can you twerk? No, I'm too white. 
<laughs> Fair. I was like, I always, I'd love to be able to twerk. Like, I just like, I don't know how people like just move their arse on its own. I just, maybe because if my arse is mostly back, it's just my back. <laughs> you don't have a big arse. That's why. You're like, yeah, I, don't know why, I don't know why it doesn't work. I'm like, why is it shaking? Like everyone else's. Oh, because it's all bones. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, people say I have a good arse actually, but I can't <laughs> shake it. Like, I can't shake it like that. I wish I could. It's very compact. Yeah. It's very plump. Very, you have very, to come like, see us at the EP stage. We're going to teach yeah. you how to slut drop, but um, not twerk. But we'll ask. We'll ask someone if they can twerk and maybe, maybe they can. We can bring some. Because I mean, drive. They can come on stage and show us how to twerk. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Um, you how you was your week? Uh, very, very good. I um, I'm doing something really close to my heart. I'm working on this um show as an event in October called Beyond Limits, and it's for people for children with disabilities. Uh, and hopefully it will be covered by RT and stuff, but it's showcasing like how they can bring something to the workforce and to their life and kind of go for their dreams. So the whole, and I'm going to be presenting the show. So I got to meet all the kids that will be kind of at the gig um, with their families. And obviously anyone can come, but um, it was lovely. I met this guy called James and he had like, he had my condition, but it was a bit more severe, cerebral palsy. Mm. My God, he sent me this video and I nearly cried. Like, just, like, saying how happy he was to meet me and, like, couldn't wait for... Because I'm going to ride in the train with the kids and stuff because I'm going to be interviewing them so people yeah. can see. And I just was like, wow, this is what it's about. And a really, like, humbling experience because, um, you know, like, how lucky I am to be able to use my platform to do that for people. That's incredible. Yeah. So yeah, I'm really excited. Well. Looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. You are making moves. Making moves, honey. Moving on from that. Our topic this week is actually weddings because we've gone to a lot of weddings lately haven't we Anna they're back they're back they are back bang. Bang and of, and I my paycheck yeah yeah like I'm spending thousands on them but <laughs> and I'm the single friend at every single one so that's great uh, but I'm still loving them <laughs> do you, when you cry at the speeches do you cry because like you feel so alone or you're happy for them I don't really cry does that make me feel does that make me bad oh, do I'm, you not, I'm not a crier like oh. if I cried that it means there's something really wrong oh right okay well, yeah. well, we both know I'm, I'm emotionally stunted I do know that yeah but I thought you might give a little like a little little drop at, at a wedding no, no. there's <laughs> um, something wrong with my, there's something wrong with my emotions sometimes, sometimes I cry at the weirdest thing you are so blocked you need to go to like some, like, <laughs> some kind of Reiki healer to unblock you like and this is gonna be like waterworks like you're gonna just like absolutely explode one day I'm just a quite stoic person in that you're way it all and you sweat a lot maybe it's coming out through your, through your different pores <laughs> so all your trauma through your pits like some Sometimes if I watch, if I listen to a song or something, I'll suddenly get teary eyed. Like yeah, thinking. But I'd, ne- I'd always cry on my own. I'd never cry in front of people. Do you know? Uh, Ter- it's probably something my therapist needs to figure out. Yeah, um, we, can't fi- we don't have time for that. <laughs> we don't have time to figure it out. <laughs> Did you think that you would be married by now? Oh, absolutely you not. Know. No. You didn't? No. You didn't no. see it in your path? No, I am. Um, I've never really kind of thought about myself being married or like having marriage as a thing I want to do. I, I think it's just, it's lovely and I love it, but it was never something in my, in my mind's eye. Like I always just, I was always just about my ambition and what I want to achieve. And now as I get older, like I used to always think I was going to be alone forever. That's really what I thought. So as I get older now, like and I'm softening, even though you wouldn't think it, Anna. I've realised <laughs> that, like, that was just something that my um 
I was grown up with because I used to be told because I'm disabled I wouldn't find somebody like you know I was told that and stuff yeah so I kind of probably was using that as a defense to get a bit deep but now I'm realizing I need to open up and I'd love obviously someone to come along um but I wouldn't want to just do it for the sake of it do you know it had to be the right person because I'm yeah. happy in myself I'm happy in my life I'm glad to hear but, it. I'm all, but I'm also want to be more open to the experience of maybe finding somebody but someone who adds to my life not just doing it because I think I need somebody because I think that is toxic yeah that's not the right way to go about it and that's probably why (laughs) most marriages 50% end in divorce 50% I can't believe that you were like it's obvious I'm like hey well that's yeah it's a fact now so I like what got invited to like eight weddings in 2020 um eight or nine and I was like trying to think who, who who's not gonna make it <laughs> I'm like, oh my god please get spill some tea so the latest one you went to do you think they'll make it yeah I believe in I don't know yeah they do that last one was gorgeous actually it was really nice in the speech yeah I'm mad that jealous was I wasn't invited bawling 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 but it was bawling because it was like really I love their love but some of them I've been to and just been like I'm so yeah. alone I am so alone and this what, is just heightening the feeling what are your thoughts on like because we both went away to different weddings but they're both the way mine was in Marbella where was yours Portugal Italy oh Italy like what are your thoughts on the, uh having weddings away now I love it I was like a six-year holiday with all your mates yeah, I you know it's too. a bit more effort and stuff, and a bit more like I don't know, like can be costly. But Ireland's so expensive, so if someone had one down the country, it'd probably just be as inexpensive anyway. Like obviously the tickets to the plane and your accommodation. Yeah, that was a bit spenny, but like they were like they covered everything when I was over there. Oh like yeah, everything. they covered everything. Yeah, yeah. lemon on tap. It was one. I know it was mad, isn't it? But um, it's just that buzz. I don't know. Then you're just like with people because you don't. We don't get to hang around with people as much as you get older. Everyone has like different commitments. So like when you're just like in a weekend, just those group of people, it is just like yeah, being on a six year holiday or something. Oh, and what what are your thoughts on marriage then? I just yeah, it was funny like when people were getting married in 2020 when it was still locked out. Uh, they just did decided to get like do the registry like get like married with like four people there. I was like, what? I was like, what are you doing that for? It's like, like, where are the cameras? I was like, what? I thought it was all for the session. Like, I want 200 people there. Like, I want like a, I'm not allowed to have an Indian wedding because I'm not Indian, but I'd like a seven day <laughs> session. Like, I just want the party. Like, <laughs> I want it covered by like TV now. Yeah. Like, I'm not like, well, well actually, we'll go a bit more highbrow than TV now. Um, Vogue Arabia. Vogue, Vogue, yeah. Vogue Arabia. <laughs> Jeez. I don't know. Yeah. So, but like, I like the tradition of it. Like I, I always think I want to get married in church and I'm like, I'm not religious. So now it has to be getting married in a ruin or something that of a church that <laughs> once was. Um, or like, I would like to take, like I've always been, in, I want to have someone's name, right? Do you, I was about to ask you that. Do you think that's important, like tradition? So you wouldn't, you wouldn't keep Anna Clifford, even though that's well, your stage name. I think that you were actually, obviously you were meant to get married, like you were meant to get married off from your family when you were real young, you know? So when you were like 18, you haven't made a name for yourself. So you can change your name. But now I've obviously made a massive name for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone would be like, oh, when I change it to uh, Anna Smith. And what, we- and what if, the, no, I know, if the last name didn't work, you'd be like, ew. No, like, Anna Farrelly. Like. like one of my sets about like, you, when you're dating someone, you're like, God, that doesn't go. That doesn't go. Feck. Yeah. No, I would definitely take... I just like I just like it's like it's it's so unfeminist feminist of me but like I am a feminist I want equal equal stuff for everyone but like I want to be someone's (laughs) 
I want oh to my god, owned. you're crazy. I want to be owned by some like I want to be like that's like uh, basically like I want to be someone's property. Basically, like that's like makes me happy or like turns me on or something. Oh my like. god. You've definitely gone into our sex bird and you're like, what turns <laughs> me on? Writing it down. Yeah, just being someone else's. Oh my but god. Yeah. Well look, if that's what if that's what floats your bows, you do it. Well, I can't, can I? I'm fucking perpetually <laughs> single. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when it happens, do you know what I mean? When we go to when we go to weddings, like even the last one, I'm like, okay, perfect. This is a great place to meet other single people. And then it was like, who's the other single person here? And there's like one one guy and like ten girls. The third cousin on the on yeah, like, and then like one guy like I, I'm not attracted to, and I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> I'll have, I'll just dance with a napkin wrapped around my head for the evening. Thanks. Yeah, in the straight weddings, there's always maybe one gay, and they're like, oh my god, because you're a gay guy as well, you're gonna get together. Yeah, and then it never <laughs> happens. I I throw myself out of at them, hoping it will happen. Paddy goes for the straight men. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I throw myself at any man, hoping it will happen because I have really bad insecurities, <laughs> and it never does. No, but not that bad. But like honestly, in the straight weddings, if there's another gay person there, they think we're gonna get it on, and it's never the case. I've never gone to a wedding and got with someone. I have, and that's that's something nice like that. You have a little like weekend romance, and then. You're like, see it. <laughs> <laughs> what age do you think that people should get married then? I think bring back arranged marriages when you're like 16 and just save us all this pain. I mean, honestly, there's something to be said about that because like it, the pressure of me trying to find someone, if it was just arranged, they'd have to do it. I think like an arranged, like in a way that maybe, <laughs> when you did that program, <laughs> Celebs Dating With Your Parents, like something where your parents like got offered like 10 suitors. Yeah. Um, when you were younger, they oh kind of held them down for you. And then you kind of just said, here you go. I mean, I know it's not for everyone. And like the, the meaning behind it isn't great. Do you know what I mean? But like, I actually, if someone gave me the option and they said, like, this person has to marry. And I was like, Grant, the pressure of being a perpetual single person for the rest yes. of my life, you know, is gone. Yeah, I think you so know, as well. And I'm backtracking on what I said that I'm happy alone, but I am. But if, <laughs> what if, but if the option was there, I mean, fine. I'd do it. Do you know what the average age for um, men and women in Ireland to get married is? I'd guess 28. 28? No. I was delighted to read that it was um, 36.8 for men and okay. 34.8 for women. Okay. So as well, but I'm shocked. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm just like 32.1. So I have still a bit of a wave away to, uh, yeah, to be in fucked. those averages. Oh, am I fucked? I'm 34. Oh yeah, well, gays, gays never, gays never follow rules anyway. It doesn't matter. Gays don't follow the rules. No, we have no rules to follow. Do you know what the average cost of a wedding is, though? Because there's so much money spent at weddings. That's the problem with weddings for me. It's like so much money. Like God, I'd, I'd hate to think how much money has was spent at the wedding I was at. There was a free bar and everything. It was all night. Oh my God! I got so drunk that I actually, I did start crying at the end of the night. There you go. Because I was so drunk at something, I forget. And then I brought the fear into me. I was like, oh God, I couldn't wake up next day. What is the, what's the average price? 25,000 euro. That's insane. That was a survey done by Confetti Magazine in 2019, so. That's insane. That's just like a a salary, like. I know. (laughs) How do people, how do people do it? I'd be like, I think I'll have like a free, I'll be like, do a bring your own booze party or something. Oh my God, everyone bringing their noggins. Bring it, yeah, bring your own, yeah, bring your own booze wedding. Yeah, so, no. I think it's cost. I'll just be making all the table, table arrangements. <laughs> Look like crap. And how much money do you bring for a present? Or do you think money is a good present? Or? Yeah, I think money is the best kind of present. 
to be honest. Yeah, so do I. Unless you're super close with the person, then you kind of know what, the, like, that's nice to get them, like, a token or something. But, like, everyone wants money. They just spent 25 grand and you're trying to give them, like, a fucking new set of kitchen, kitchen knives or something. No, thanks. You're going to scream with this. I actually forgot to give my money present that's still in my bag. Um, you no, know, mine's worse. Mine got lost. I gave it to <laughs> I put it in the bridesmaid's room and no one knows where it is. Oh my god, we're so jealous. <laughs> I'm like, the cash was in it. And I was like, okay, no problem. And I'm not even upset about the cash because, like, that is annoying, obviously. But I wrote a really nice letter, <laughs> a really nice letter in fucking sweltering heat. Uh, oh my god, they're gonna be over like... after the first, the first night. So, and I was really putting effort into, like, you know, going back through the memes and the um, deepness and, like, yeah. I was like, oh, fuck, I have to write that letter again. Oh, God, we're really living up to our names of chances. Like, not both of us don't give wedding presents. Imagine if they're like, they probably didn't believe me. They're like, did anyone see a card? I left it in the bridesmaid's room and it looked like this and it hasn't been found. They're like, yeah, she can't afford. No, they definitely don't believe you. Imagine hearing it. You'd be like, yeah, and I just leave it. It's fine. Your presence <laughs> is enough. You're like, and they're like, absolute bitch. Yeah, I, had to, I had to text, um, the bride, I'm like, I'm really sorry. I'm so silly. I, I, my present is still in my bag. That's probably for the best. So now you can just give it to her, like, properly, yeah. safely, hand but it I'd over. Say, I'd say she's like, yeah, sure it is. Like, would you believe me? Probably not. Like, it's like it's like you saying it's, it got lost in the room. Okay, hon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Whoops. Well, look, we spent the money to get over there. But still, it is bad because obviously weddings cost money. But we will get it to them. I don't want to get married until I can do like, until I can actually like do that though and like properly give people a good time and yeah, look after everything. But that means that's, that again, is going to be pushed back. My wedding have... by another couple of centuries. <laughs> do you have like your perfect wedding day in mind? Will you get married away here? I'd love to do like a stroll into town kind of like registry kind of thing then go for pints the Guinness with your like a suit on or something in Dublin and then I'd also love to do a, a abroad so like that's why I want to make sure I have loads of money before I do this no I'd want I'd want fucking okay magazine their helicopters swans <laughs> um yeah swans don't break your neck <laughs> just like I want the whole shebang confetti coming out like I want like you know like sex and city too it's like sunrise sunset and I'll be coming down with a veil and a dress. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is what I want. I want it all. I don't think you should wear white on a bus. I will. Why do I think I should wear white? <laughs> is it because traditionally white is meant to be worn by virgins for their, their wedding day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have to have a, like a muddy brown colour or something? <laughs> no, I could imagine you in like a red. Red? Says Mr. Literally been dressed in red for a month and orange. <laughs> No, I don't know if I'd wear a red dress. Maybe black. I, like, oh no, a white dress. Maybe I do. I do have one. I definitely, I definitely want it to be gender boundary. I'd want to walk down the aisle. See, I'm saying I'm not traditional, but I want to be the bride essentially. You want to be the full, yeah. <laughs> I'm not traditional. I haven't thought about this at all. At the top of this, you like haven't really thought. No, I want to be the bride. I want their swans. I want confetti to come out of their arseholes. <laughs> okay, he's definitely got this written down in his manifestations under his pillow. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah I want seven different outfit changes like I want like oh a, no yes, you will yeah like a proper massive dress with a train then like change of outfit into like a short dress to dance I could imagine you wearing sunglasses and all your outfits probably like, so, yeah. I have about 350 pairs of sunglasses I know Um, I was looking as well at the cheapest weddings that celebrities had and surprisingly enough Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon are in this okay yeah. how much bizarre? 
180,000. Because Mar- the bride's That's Theresa because May- he knew he was going to have to marry eight other women that he's just fathered their <laughs> child with. <laughs> no, but Mariah Carey is known for being such a diva, though. Do you know she's so I mean? lavish. Do you remember her in that Cribs um, yeah, she episode and she was in the bath? Always iconic. So I think it's time to get on to our expert and give us some reasonable priced <laughs> weddings <laughs> and tippets that we can take away and hopefully give to you guys. Nice. Let's do it. expert of the week and that is wedding planner Sharon McNeil. I'd love to ask you a question. So like what do you think as like a sought after wedding planner like yourself? Is there a certain etiquette around weddings that you have to kind of adhere to? You know, like you know, like with the invites um with how it's presented. With weddings there's so many different things to think about. You mentioned the invitations there mm. like the invitations I always say to people is almost the first indicator that other people that your guests have of what the wedding is going to be like. Is it going to be casual? Is it going to be, uh, you know, winter wedding? Is it going to be beautiful autumn stuff? Is it going to be black tie? So it's really the first time you'll ever tell people, okay, this is what my, my wedding might be like, or it's giving people a taster first. So the invitations is always a really, really interesting one to start with for people. But what I'd always say to people is the, the first two things that you need, the biggest things you need to do when it comes to et- our weddings, not even the etiquette side of it, mm. but is actually to sit down and do your budget and do your guest list. And those two things will tell an awful lot about what you can and can't do and where which parts of the etiquette you will and won't take forward. People even don't think something is what sounds so simple as a cake. You have to think about, okay, how many people are you going to feed with that? Do you want some leftover for the day after? Do you want it to just be plain white icing? Do you want a beautiful hand-painted design on it do you want sugar flowers like you can literally go from a couple of hundred euros to like that several thousand euros depending on what people (laughs) want so it's all about where people want to put the money and what's important to them some people is the band some people is the cake some people is the flowers so you'll always kind of move things around but but like that like if you go on to pinterest or instagram and find this beautiful wedding cake um, and, you know, looks so simple in on the picture. Mm. But you ask the cake designer to do that and they could be three, four days a week making all these beautiful sugar flowers. Oh, and yeah. No, I know. Or hand it, it might not so. even get eaten. It's a real art form. That's the thing. I it never eat even, the cake. Like, I like, never really eat the cake. I always thought it was like a like a. I prefer like the last piece of art. The, the meal that comes out at the very end, like the kind of the nighttime meal. <laughs> the, ch- the chicken oh, yeah. with chips. Yeah, like the, the beef stroganoff at the night or something. <laughs> yeah. like, one of my friends <laughs> yeah. had a Or you, one, I've, one I've done a few times is your um, tato sandwiches. Yes, oh, that's what I was just going to say. That yes. I got that and I was I like, like, I was over yeah. the moon. There is nothing better yeah. than a tato sandwich. Yeah, I proper think... real, real butter oh, and good bread and good tatoes. No utterly butterly here. <laughs> have you found with Pinterest that like people try and think they they can cut corners then because I a thing with me with Pinterest I look at it and I go I, I could do that I could make all those you know what, like place names and flower arrangements myself and I could yeah and then you, you like you the, the man hours and the skill actually is oh, yeah. a lot more yeah. and, and that happened like a, a good few years ago when the kind of DIY thing all became really trendy and everybody was kind of saying you know wanted to take on a project so everybody wanted to say oh well I, I made those invitations myself or you know I cut down the tree in my back garden and made all these lovely uh, wooden slices to put the vases on in the middle of the table and but what happened was people got so stressed by it yeah and yeah. you know it didn't it realize it was going to 
Yeah, it didn't realize how much time it was going to take them. And then they were fighting with their dad because they didn't, you know, cut the tree properly or they were fighting with this person because they didn't bring the stickers in or, you know, friends were supposed to come over and help put four bottles of wine later. The invitations still weren't put together, you know. Yeah, so if you're, if you're getting help, I always find in, even in the industry we're in, if you're doing, anyone's doing anything for free, it's not going to get done, is it? You, like, if you no. pay someone, you know that yeah. they're going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd always say to people, you like, protect your friendships. Yeah. Save a little bit longer and That's, pay somebody else to do it who's not a friend because <laughs> it's it's way too easy for it to go wrong. I want to ask you this question and you don't have to answer, but I'd love if you did answer. <gasps> go on. Have you ever had a runaway bride or like on the day they just like, you know, everything just went to shambles? Paddy's scared of marriage, so he's going to hop away. Bride. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to hop away. <laughs> oh, bring my disability into it. That's fine. <laughs> No, well, thankfully, none, none of none of mine have have, have been anyway run away, um, because I suppose the advantage of them having a, a wedding planner is you kind of keep them calm. Yeah. For most of it, so they have somebody there who's neutral, who's able to listen to them, give out about their family, and there's no repercussions, and you know they can really use you as a sounding board. But you're also they know that you're in control all the way through, so, so you're helping them plan and everything is in order and. Anything that they would have been worried about or freaked out about or stressed about, you kind of have in hand. So from that respect, thankfully, all of my brides and grooms are in a very, very calm state by the time they get to the wedding day. It sounds like you do Um, a lot more than just wedding plan, Taryn. She's a psychiatrist as well. Yeah, it it is actually one of the biggest parts of what I do. Yeah. Do you, you know, know is actually I'm people happy. looking after the people. Well, look, Sharon, it has been amazing chatting with you. And thank you for lifting the lid on some of your professionalisms <laughs> and what we should do. Um, hopefully the next time we talk to us, we're getting hitched. Where can people find you at? Yeah, do a shameless plug, Sharon. <laughs> well, you can find me at SharonMcMeal.ie or Sharon McMeal on Twitter and Instagram. Brilliant. Because, like, you're like the wedding whisperer. You yeah. calm everyone down. You get them over the line. So. <laughs> Now we're going to do our chance of the week. Take a chance, take a chance, take a chance. Take a chance, Okay, um, I'll go first this week. So I'm going to do something a bit different because I'm just like that, you know, just so creative. I'm just like, you know, always doing something to push the boundaries. Um, but I was watching this new show called Severance and I'm doing it because I think that people should take a chance and watch it. It got an 8.7 on IMDb. And the whole preface, preference of the show is that basically your work life and your personal life are completely separate and they severance your brain. So you can't even remember what you do in work. And then when you go out of work, you can't remember, like when you go into work, you can't remember your personal life or what you do or if you have a girlfriend or a wife or friends. When you go out of work, you can't remember what your work life is. So you have completely two separate lives, which I think is just insane but so amazing got an 8.7 so take a chance if you're looking for something new to watch this is the program to watch i'm devouring it um i don't know the actor's name but he was the like annoying brother in Step Brothers, who was will farrell's brother remember him he's a real annoying face really annoying yeah. face you know who he is he was the brother of he's the annoying brother of will farrell like his actual brother he's like yeah oh, sorry the one that sings in the car yeah yeah, remember he does all the choir and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So Adam Scott's in it. That's the one. We finally got there, Hunt. Yeah, watch it. It's so good. Um, it's not scary. Well, it's kind of 
it's thrillery and it's kind of like you're kind of like oh my god like imagine that was the case ah because i can't handle scary stuff and even the way you described that really like separated my brain i don't really know if i got it but i'll give it a i'll give it a chance i appreciate you (laughs) switching it up there uh trying to tell people what to take a chance at yeah well you know me i love tv go on i wanted to see if any of my followers were chancers this week for the okay. crack, you know, just trying to engage listeners here, guys. And uh, <laughs> four people replied to my story. Four people oh my God, the engagement is up through the roof, Anna. Listen, I told you earlier on, I've now made a name for myself. That's why I cannot take another man's name. Uh, that is the reason why I am still single. Just four people out here engaging with me. Um, <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs> so someone said they were a chancer this week because they walked straight through security with zero queue oh my god you do wear shops now when there's no queue no, i do that all the time wait is that because you asked for assistance assistance a little beep beep car through you were like yeah <laughs> yeah the sticks no because that's obviously i think every airport in the world at the minute is having a shit show of a time so i know nice have you seen all the bags week. have you seen all the bags everywhere crazy yeah. another person said i thought i could go to work after two nights in a row uh, after uh, two nights out in a row can't do it anymore no yeah it is tough you have to I, go out on friday these days like and then make sure you have two days to do nothing yeah i've had to i've had to take like no you couldn't it's too much i'm still hanging from that week wedding a week ago well i can see i can severe, see i know look at the state i mean it's like severe <laughs> some severe anxiety today um it's not worth it feel your pain tried to leave my job knowing they would not let me they gave me a raise and i'm a supervisor now Ooh, slay oh my god slay bitch that's like what we like to hear we'll end on yes. that one because, um, oh my god that one wins i love this maybe she, maybe she listened to our our careers episode if anyone's listened to that one jobs <laughs> always like, plugging always plugging <laughs> you know we've got a backlog of great episodes <laughs> Thanks for listening to us Absolute Chances again this week, hon. Be sure to follow us Forever Bridesmaids at Paddy Y. Smith and me, Anna Cliff Comedy, for the latest updates. Email chancerspodcast at goloudnow.com with any kind words, things you would like us to talk about, or your own wedding woes. Until next week, chancers, stay stunning. <laughs> <laughs>